top shelf fantasy. Podcast 117, recapping week 11. It's November 23rd. That's all I got. That's it. That's it. That's it. Good <laughs> podcast. Have a have a good night. Wrap Bye-bye. All right. Short and <laughs> sweet. It drives safe. <laughs> we got we got Scotty on uh, simulcast. <laughs> that's not what simulcast it's, uh, is. That's yeah. AKA Google Hangout. <laughs> the Spanish version is available if you press the SAP button in the bottom of your corner, bottom corner of your television. <laughs> <laughs> you have to pay yeah, for that. Um, I got the coves, so I'm quarantining for a couple days. You don't actually have the codes, do you? I, I do not know, but uh, my wife is in close contact with someone, so uh, we're just taking it safe, taking it sleazy. <laughs> you know how we do. The sleaziest. <laughs> the sleaziest quarantine ever. How long are you on that till next week? Um, I don't know. Like it's, it's based off of like what her test results come back um, tomorrow or the next day, depending when they come back. But she's shown. No signs of any symptoms, so nice. I mean, yeah. If it comes back negative, I think I'm fine. She thinks it's fine. Her work thinks it's fine because she is still working. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So uh, that's enough about the COVID because they'll be out in an hour and a half. So um, start let's ooh, getting some ooh, good, good, true. Yeah, good we, call. Good if, call. Yeah, if you talk yeah. about the COVID, you're bound to, to <laughs> encounter the COVIDs. So we are uh, currently watching a Monday night football game. Yeah. Tampa Bay and uh, in in the Rams, we all need various different pieces of this game to try and win this current week. So if you hear us get derailed, it's because we're watching Ronald Jones drop passes and continue to play football. This would have been uh, great. This would have capped off my parlay if uh, you know the Patriots didn't suck. But we'll get to that. Did Did you cash it out? No, no. I lost. I lost in the first round of the games. I would have cashed out for like forty bucks. I was oh. like, screw it. Okay. Yeah the the book burners parlayed didn't work too well this week the patriots kind of uh boned them yeah a lot of people didn't see that one coming to be honest yeah the patriots just i mean that's a game they should win but we'll get well again we'll get there yeah um they, yeah they, should, they shouldn't beat baltimore but they do yep yeah let's uh <laughs> let's all right so we'll start up at the top uh buffalo chicago giants 49ers on by thursday night football game was fun one. Oh, that was a great one to watch uh seahawks uh, end up beating the Cardinals 28 to 21. Talk about having a lot of fantasy football players in that one. I had literally the entire Seahawks offense score a touchdown. Every player that I played. <laughs> yeah, you can like come out of a Thursday night game sometimes and like not a single player in your league was in like scored a point because nobody started anybody in the matchup because it was trash. This was the exact opposite. Like you had a lot of teams that had multiple guys going, which is always more exciting. Gets the gets the week kicked off early. Um Kyler though ends up exit well not didn't exit the game, but played the rest of it with a dinged up shoulder sprained ac joint on his throwing shoulder which is not ideal that was like early in the first quarter too yeah i mean luckily you could tell oh he was flexing it and stretching it out and throwing on the sideline the whole time and he still threw what 45 50 passes that game like maybe you know cool it with him for a minute there but what are you gonna do yeah maybe run with two running backs that you have that were doing pretty well leading into the game yeah exactly but they didn't. And then uh, on the other side, Greg Olson goes to IR. Yeah, that uh, that 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 foot came and reared reared its ugly head because that was the same foot that he had uh, 
surgery I mean, on two years ago. He's also like 35. So, oh yeah, he was he's talking not about exactly the, a spring chicken. Out he's there. talking about joining the Monday Night Football crew, <laughs> like right before the yeah. year kicked off, and he got an offer to play. <laughs> he already has an offer. He's still playing. Right. Yeah. I think that's the same thing with Witten too. Yeah, they just a standing offer to come on back. He yeah. saw what he, happened with Witten, and he's like, "Fuck that." <laughs> but anyway, that that stands the point going forward. Will Disley actually could be a good good tight end to look at because he was really good when they didn't have Greg Olson there. Yeah, and uh, even Hollister made his first couple catches of the season this year, but that that should be irrelevant for fantasy. So screw tight ends. Yeah, we, let's exactly. uh, let's talk about Carlos Hyde and his seventy nine yards and a touchdown. Oh, he looked fantastic. Yeah, I mean, Carlos Hyde has been an effective runner his entire career, so it shouldn't come as a surprise when he is the bell cow. He is effective. I mean, I mean, he always has been, probably always will be. But Chris Carson's coming back this week, I think, almost almost guaranteed. So I mean, we said that like last week too. With yeah, Chris true. Carson, like a Joe Mixon too. But I mean, it, it could be the same thing. Yeah, but true. I mean, it was a short week, so I don't blame him for you know not putting him out there and give him one more week. Mm-hmm. But um, I mean, going forward, I think Carl Sides a fantastic handcuff if you do have Chris Carson. I feel like we we said that at the beginning of the year too. I remember when we were talking about Hyde, where does he go? He turned down the Texans, then he went to the Seahawks. And we were like, uh oh, <laughs> this isn't good for Chris Carson. Obviously, Carson's been great this year, but you see, I mean, Carl Sides still has it somehow. I feel like he's been in the year for. Or in the league for as long as Frank Gore has. Oh, it seems like, like twenty eight. Seems like he was on the Niners like yeah, seriously, ten, fifteen, twenty years ago, but twenty eight years old. Well, now. he was on like three teams in like three years after the Niners, which is crazy. But I mean he's always like great and I mean, I'm not even gonna say the name, but Richard Penny. <laughs> he's, he's supposed to be back at practice soon. He'll he'll go on the COVID list or something. Yep, Mike, Mike Evans. Evans. Mike there Evans. Mike Evans just scored an AJ Brown esque touchdown. Yeah, there you go, Scotty. Yeah, they'll that, probably look at that though. They'll seal that. Uh, all right, that's, well, that's a good segue into the uh, slot fest that was the <laughs> Eagles versus uh, the Browns. The Browns win twenty two to seventeen, but my God, it did not stop raining in that game. And that's two weeks in a row for the Browns. Like, yeah, they can't yeah. get your well, break. Three three weeks if you think about well three out of four but one of the weeks was the bye week so three games in a row where cleveland has had horrible weather (laughs) so we don't know we don't know what the passing game is going to be because baker can't throw in the wind or the rain so quite honestly it's probably for the best like keep the ball out of baker's hands (laughs) chubb skip the ball to chubb chubb hunt do your thing i mean hunt had a weird day but uh he had a very i mean chubb didn't have a great day until he Blast off the fifty-four yard run. Yeah. Before that, he was like him and Hunt were just held in check until that big play. Yeah, yeah, and the Eagles' defense has not been bad against the run, so we shouldn't be too surprised. It's just their offense that can't get anything going. And Carson Wentz out there just throwing up ducks, like doesn't even. I mean, that picky through the pick six to Taki Taki. Like, what are oh, you doing? Taki? You just chucked it up in the air and like didn't think an NFL linebacker was going to go for it. Yeah, yeah. break. I was not at all surprised when that happened. Well, I mean, it Just was saw the ball, saw saw the player, and I'm like, that's that's six the other way. Yep. It, it was so sloppy out there, and it's like Wentz has already been playing so sloppy as it is. I, I was just surprised they didn't really run the ball as much as I would have anticipated them to, but I guess they were down most of the game too. So yeah, we texted me and Tom did. Um, I was kind of s- saying like Sanders did so well in the first half, and then he just kind of 
got rid of the run game completely. Yeah, but the tight and ends did would did good. The tight ends did yeah. <laughs> phenomenal. Both had a touchdown. And Goddard started off hot. I mean, there really wasn't many pass catchers to even talk about on the Brown side. Um, but positive for Goddard owners for sure. And I mean, it sounds like Zach Ertz is going to be back, but kind of kind of screw Zach Ertz right now. Richard Rogers could be a third tight end on the field every game, uh, which would be which would be an issue. I could see them running out three. Yeah, this, this team is a big yeah. headache. And um, real quick on the other side, another huge dud by Jarvis Landry. Oh yeah. Well, he it's didn't. Weak. He didn't have a passing touchdown. So, so you hit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's week 11 and we're still waiting for that first big game. I don't know if it's coming. If it's going to rain and wind every game for them. I mean, yeah. when Baker Mayfield's your quarterback, there's not a ton to be excited about. But yeah, I mean, he doesn't really have to do anything at all. He only got 200 yards, no touchdowns. Yeah. And the wind and the rain, obviously, aren't, they just aren't helpful. Gross the game, game all around, I think. Um, even grosser game, honestly, because uh, I really thought the Falcons would stick it to the Saints a bit, but they didn't, and the Saints beat the Falcons 24-9. to Yeah, the Falcons couldn't get anything going, really, at any point in this game. Uh, Gurley was useless. He was a good sit by you guys this week. I think you and uh, or Tom and Scott both had him, uh, maybe somebody else, but just absolutely nothing. Nobody in the passing game. I think Russell Gage had an okay game fantasy-wise. He had like 10-ish points, but... That's nine points from from this against the Saints defense, who really has not been stellar. And then, flip side, the Falcons defense continues to struggle just mightily. Yeah, I mean, and, and they had even started off decent. Where Taysom Hill, it really did take some time to get going, uh, but he did come back and, and ended up. They ended up getting all those designed runs and everything going in his direction. Lat Murray, uh, they used a lot more in the run game than they did Kamara. Um, Kamara did score a touchdown. Uh, but you know his passing work was not there. He got no receptions, so that's that's concerning. scary. It's very concerning. Yeah. I mean, you have ten rush attempts by Taysom Hill. If that's the offense going forward, and you're giving Lat over ten a game, I mean, I, I still trust Kamara as a top three or five back. But I mean, that is kind of concerning. He's not one catch in the entire game. So I, I, I'm not sure if that game plan's there with Taysom Hill because. He's not dumping it off to the RB. He's he's taking the rush. Yeah, and uh, Taysom Hill, speaking of which, uh, ESPN Leagues just came out today and mentioned he is no longer going to be startable at tight end. So <laughs> it's about damn time. He'll be quarterback yeah. only. You know there was That's an good. intern at ESPN like, <laughs> yeah, I got them all. It was either that or one, one, of the big, one of the big wigs was like, somebody started him against me at friggin' tight end. We need to get rid of this. <laughs> this is the stupidest thing in the world. Uh, well, ESPN, fix your shit anyway because you're. Uh, I mean, he hasn't really sucks, like but... lined up at tight end in a while. I mean, maybe here and there, but more he takes more snaps at quarterback anyways. What regardless well, even, for years, even running back, he takes yeah. more snaps. GB running back slot, he's, he's never a tight end. Yeah, like I've ever. never seen him block. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> very weird. Uh, you know, designation there, ESPN. It was good to see that he hooked up with Mike Evan uh, Thomas. Thomas. Yeah, yes, that oh, was the biggest. Kept- Right. Positive. Right. Looked and his Twitter way all day. Twitter all morning was <laughs> so many Michael Thomas or this. Michael Thomas or this. Michael Thomas or this. I'm saying 
you still start in the best receiver in the NFL. And we're just like, oh, I don't know. But, right, right. And I had seen a post I mean, <laughs> earlier in the week. I'm not sure which one of you it was, but it said when you're thinking about who you're going to start each week, sometimes you just have to break it down to the simple things. You start the best talent in the best offense. And that sounds like it comes out of Thomas' mouth. I feel like yes, that was your that, okay. that was mine. <laughs> but it, but it's yeah. right. You start the best talent in the best offense. Michael Thomas is the best talent at wide receiver in the NFL, at least in the top three or four. If you're thinking about sitting him for like, well, Christian Kirk had already played, but let's say Christian Kirk, you don't do it. I know Christian Kirk had some big weeks. You play Michael Thomas. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to pull it up. Hold on. I'm going to pull it up. Go go ahead. I, well, there was actually – I think was, that was a question too. Was Kirk or MT? I think – I think we had a lot of those. I had a lot, and... of, a lot of actually. There was a multiple Higgins and MT, and I paused on it. But you guys even said that same thing again. I'm like, you know, it makes a lot of sense. Someone actually did ask another Michael Thomas or either either Rojo or Leonard Fournette question, and I'm like, I, I I can't trust those running backs. But on top of that, you have to go Michael Thomas. He's the most talented in the league. And he actually called me out and he goes, "You really think he's the most talented in the league?" And I'm like, I'm not going to answer that question. It was okay. So, so the one that started the conversation on Twitter was Fournette or MT. Yeah, and Fournette has Ooh. what zero snaps this game so far. But that means that Michael Thomas is playing in your flex. Like, who are your other wide receivers that you weren't like, oh yeah, no, he's a shoe in. Yeah. Well, I mean, See, he he hadn't done well, and then they ended up switching to Taysom Hill, a scrambling quarterback. Yeah, so, Fournette sucks too. So, guy on Twitter. Yeah, boom. He, here's here's my thing though. But I put, I put Michael Thomas though. in my uh, I put Michael Thomas in my starting lineup. He gives me five points. Yes, I'm disappointed. I put Leonard Fournette in my starting lineup. He gives me five points. I'm like, well, I freaking knew Leonard Fournette was going to give me five points. Yeah. Why am I like? Why am I surprised? Right. You know, the the ceiling for Michael Thomas is so much higher. It shouldn't yeah. even be a question. You play him every 50, week. Fifteen points on your bench for Michael Thomas. You're kicking yourself in the ass, going, uh, why yep. didn't I? Put why did I sit the you know, number one wide receiver from last year who is still uh, heavily involved in a very good offense? So, uh, long story short. Start Michael Thomas, everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Bef- S- sit our girly. <laughs> and I mean, Julio got hurt. And without Julio, Matt Ryan's just a different, horrible quarterback. Like, he right. loses that security blanket and he just goes, like, he, he can't do anything. Yeah. yeah he can't, he came out and right. nailed Ridley on the early pass deep. I think it was like 40 something yards. And then nothing for the rest of the game because Julio gets hurt. And now he's like, I don't even know what to do. I'm panicking. It's like, dude, it's the yeah. same offense. It's the yeah. same offense. No, Austin <laughs> Hooper. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, he doesn't have that security blanket. And, and he didn't even yeah. look at Hayden Hurst. Nope. Nothing. No. There was Zero catches. <laughs> I am concerned for Calvin Ridley when Julio's not on the field. I'm concerned because for the entire offense. There's 45 yards on one catch and then four, about 45 on the other four. Like, it's oh, yeah. still good ratios, but it, when Julio's not on the field, Calvin Ridley's not that explosive playmaker. Uh, and Russell Gage still... Still, I I don't know what it is. He was great at targets. the beginning of the year. I mean, he had he had twelve targets this week, which was which was comforting. But like, I feel like at the beginning of the year, we like Russell Gage is going to be one of the most underrated wide receivers, and then you take out a pass catcher, and it's like nine for fifty three. Yeah, I, nine catches, guy. <laughs> Should be having more than that. I don't I don't understand him at all, and I didn't check uh, Alameda Zacchaeus's numbers. I don't know if he had a good day. He probably did, but one target. <laughs> yeah. One catch for ten yards. So, it's, I mean, that is a good sign that Gage is getting twelve, and yeah, that yeah. Zacchaeus guys hitting one. Yep. So, hopefully, if you're a Gage owner, you held on to him, and Julio seems to have re-injured that hamstring. He's going to be probably be out for a while. 
He could be out for a long time. He's yeah, been he, dealing with his hamstring for like this, years now. This hamstring, he went in and they actually taped it down when he left in the final play of the game or the final drive of the game. The, he like rolled up his pant leg and it was like taped down, like like tight tape on the bottom part of his hamstring. And he was hobbling around. I'm like, yeah, he's, he's going to be done for a couple weeks. Yeah. If you're at the point where you're like compressing it so you're not having like a hamstring spasm, not good. I mean, yeah, the Falcons are three and seven. I I don't see a world where they're right. rushing their best player back. <laughs> yeah, quite honestly, if you plan to play him next year, you should be shutting him down. Right, sounds about right. Well, we can talk about uh, Washington and the Bengals. Yeah, I was gonna say, speaking of shutting uh, people down, Joey, Joey B, Joe Burrow, hate to see it. So sad. You know? Yeah, that, yeah, that Tom. The... Can you cue up the Enya song? The Enya song. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I don't have it on hand. That, that's very random, but uh, <laughs> I'll keep that in the old noggin and get it somewhere ready. Yeah, Burrow, ACL, MCL, all yeah, of it. So here, it's the same injury that Carson Wentz had, yep. which was torn ACL, torn MCL, torn UCL, which means you have no knee. You, you have zero ligaments holding your knee together. And uh, it took Wentz, what? Almost a year, pretty much, to get back out on the field because polls started. He returned he like week six weeks, two. right? No, he returned I, week two. I actually got – it was funny that you had mentioned that almost nearly after. We had gotten a tweet from – it was either Schefter or uh, Pelissaro, one of the guys. And they said it's the exact same injury as Carson Wentz. And for timeline's sake, Carson Wentz had uh, torn his on December 10th and returned week two of the following season. So this is about a, you know two weeks prior – so there's there's honestly that up in the air where, whether he he starts week one. So I, I nailed it with my comment. I was like, he's going to be questionable for week one. Yeah, and but he's going to have no training camp. That's the thing that I think is the more concerning part is that there's going to be no training camp with them. Yeah. And uh, so that'll be the second year in a row with no training camp because yep. there obviously wasn't yeah. one this year. And he's not Carson Wentz in the sense of his installment in the offense. Like he hasn't been in it for years at this point. Doesn't understand it fully. I mean, he looks good. Don't get me wrong, but. He's not like a come in and play with no game installed, ready, you know, ready to go. So that's that's it's troubling. It's very very troubling. And for the rest of the year, the Bengals' offense is probably not startable. Toast. Yeah, I mean, because yeah, honestly, mean, it, it, oh, sorry, go ahead, Scotty. No, I mean, because uh, I think I texted Tom during the, the game too. Like, Geo had his like four point five points at half. What he does, and then he'll get that random catching t- touchdown in the second half. He ran backwards in the second half <laughs> every time he got the ball. Um, so I kind of said, like, you know, it sucks because Gio was, like, you know, a starter now, mixed in the IR. I don't know if you can start Gio going forward. Asia Green is the one that got the touchdown. Um, he's not startable. I, I'm still start, starting Tyler Boyd. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm not confident. I, I, I don't know what you guys think about Boyd and Higgins. I'd love to start Higgins, but, I mean, so Ryan Finley scares the fuck out of me. So yeah, so all of those advanced metrics that that Tom had pulled and talked to us with, it's very good that we did this because it proves that basically the connection between Barrow and Higgins was working so well. That's why Higgins was doing well because the separation that T Higgins creates is not really there. He's winning a lot of jump ball situations, a lot of its air yards. Finley was crap last year, so I don't have all that same confidence. So we'll see. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'll i start Boyd uh, mainly because I think he's that talented and that much of a focal point of the offense. I don't think Higgins is. I think Higgins, 
I think Higgins became fantasy relevant because Joe Burrow is a good quarterback. Right. I, I don't think Higgins is that good to overcome crappy quarterback play. And I, it, th- this is me saying Higgins is bad. It's just it, it, Finley's bad. <laughs> He's a big so... play deep ball guy that Burrow can <clears throat> use and F- Finley can't. Yeah. So I think eh, that pretty much does it for the 2020 Bengals. Like, honestly, I don't even know. I mean, eh, and, and then we can talk about the, the Washington football team, but I, I still feel that it's really just Terry and, and Gibson. There's nothing to talk about. I mean, Gibson got a Gibson didn't get a touchdown. I think this was the first game where he, he no, was actually Gibson got a touchdown. He did get the touchdown. Okay. So, uh, Oh, this is what I was looking at. This is the first week where if he didn't get a touchdown, he would have been fantasy relevant because I think he ended up with like 100 total yards or something like that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, those are still your two focal points in that offense. Yeah, I, yeah. Did, I didn't check uh, J.D. McKissick. Did so, he have another 100 um, uh, targets? I'm he actually looking it up right So he had no, uh, J.D. McKissick, McKissick had, had four. Had a quiet game compared to what he's done, but he's got like you like eight to nine, eight to ten points depending on what kind of – format that you play in so it's not it's not the worst for a guy you're starting at your flex right I guess. yeah he still had 70 yards uh three receptions so you're right he still wasn't the worst and it was it was a fairly good start comparative to all the others that people were you know asking us questions on um right. but yeah this this was not the the 15 targets i i would i would expect um more of this and less of the the amount of targets he was getting before. But even if you get anything in between, McKissick's a weekly starter. Yeah, hundred percent. And Washington's now looking for uh, first place in come Thanksgiving game with Dallas, which is crazy because they're like three that's, and that's three and nine or three and eight or something like three wins. Yeah, I hate that division. It's disgusting. It's going to be a fun week seventeen though, like to root for like the worst team in the league to get in the playoffs. Like, I don't know what the worst record ever to make the playoffs is as a divisional winner, but you, it could be like a five-win team in the East, depending how this all shakes well, out, like they, five or six. And they're going to expand it, right? <laughs> yeah. So, I mean... Oh, my God. Like, yeah. Well, I would root... Imagine if two of those teams somehow oh, make it No, into... that, that couldn't happen. I, I, there's there's I, one I, division I, that they're all over 500. Right well, now. I was going to... It's the it's the NFC West, the, uh, Arizona. Yeah. Uh, the, all four of those teams could make it in the way yep. that they're expanding Wild. it. My, um, my dart throw of the week score a touchdown, Steve Sims. Nice. Oh, there you go. Steve Sims or Cam Sims? Steve Sims. Oh, okay. Because they, the, they have the bowls up there. Was. Big fans of the Sims. Boom, nailed it. Probably lost uh panthers lions panthers won panthers won 20 lions uh so we don't have to talk about the lions because no one scored right nobody did anything of value kenny galladay wasn't there i mean deandre swift didn't do anything yeah Yeah. deandre swift Swift didn't play right so um other than i mean hawkinson uh, yeah 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 i mean i i had to start stafford the only positive is that he didn't get a setback in his injury. Um, but you're going against Carolina, who has been giving up a fuckload of points to the quarterbacks, and he goes out and has no touchdowns and 178 passing yards. That's that's horrible. Yeah, it's completely unacceptable. And then on the flip side, P.J. Walker just had a great day. Right. I mean, he, his fantasy day wasn't that great. I think he had like 10 or 12 points. He had a pick. But, like, he went out and played well and managed the offense and let Mike Davis score and kept yeah. Robbie Anderson relevant. Kept all three wide receivers yep, relevant. Samuel so, had a touchdown. Because DJ Moore was his go-to guy. 11 yep. targets, D- 7 DJ Moore, yeah. He, he went he off. He had a great game. 
we we got a lot of questions about DJ Moore too. Uh, and honestly, they were saying Teddy was a game time decision. So you didn't even know who the right. starter was going to be. And I was just more or less, I'm staying the hell away from all the Panthers because if they trot out a hurt Teddy, yep. And I don't know who this PJ Walker guy is. So yeah, I had Teddy in my lineup up to the last second, then I dropped him and started Stafford. Well, and at that point, I should. Did you see Teddy. the um? <laughs> <laughs> The tweets like coming out was like, all right, at, at like twelve, they're like, all right, uh, um, he's ruled out as a starter, but he's he's still active for the backup role. And then two minutes later, it's like, wait, actually, he's a starter. And wait, again, he's actually inactive. I'm like, oh my god, they don't even know what the hell they're doing yet. It's forty five minutes until kick, kickoff, but I mean, PJ Walker came in, he had like hundred passing yards in the first drive, I think. Yeah. Well, that, that that that's impossible, but um, the, the first <laughs> two quarters. Um, I mean, they beat the Lions, and good for him. Yeah, they. But they, it's no, Craig. Uh, I was just gonna say they were they were not sure what they were gonna get out of Walker, which is why they tried to give Teddy Bridgewater everything he could in the pregame just to see if he could play. But now that they know they have something behind him, it's uh, there's a chance he misses again. Yeah, exactly. Why rush him back when you just paid him? You know, get him healthy. He's had injury history, and I know it's the other knee, so it's not the end of the world. But get him healthy before you play him. You know, for pushing back out there too early when PJ Walker looks just fine. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Steelers, Jags. The Steelers, Jags. There's not much to say in this one. I mean, yeah. they the Steelers well, dominated. Steelers the are good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Steelers are good. All Those Steelers wide are receivers. All, yeah, all offense weapons are relevant. Oh my! And we there was a question too of um. It was a Twitter question I answered. I don't know, like I don't know, like eight AM. Some guy was had like three guys. He had to start a wider series. Goes pick two, and two of them were Deontay and Claypool. Like pick Deontay and Claypool. He's like, well, I had Big Ben. And are you sure? I'm like, yes. These receivers are that are that good, and they freaking crushed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if I had Big Ben, I would of course in this matchup start all of my Steeler wide receivers and just hope for a stack. You know, throw to those guys. Well, Fournette yeah. scored. Nice, finally. He's on my bench, so you're yeah. welcome, Fournette. Great. Reviving your career by putting you on my bench. So uh, Claypool becomes the fastest player in 10 games to get to 10 touchdowns on the season. He is a monster. Which means he's Mike Williams next year. He catches three. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully not. Yeah. <laughs> really I mean, hopefully not. Anthony Miller, too. He caught, like, what, seven or nine his rookie season, and then, like, none. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he had that real nice catch, too. He's like, It's not even that he's just catching – touchdowns and getting in the end zone he's making nice grabs and making you know good plays with the ball so mm-hmm. all very uh encouraging stuff but the the wide receiver uh, to have that day was definitely deontay johnson again deontay johnson yeah, seems well, to be at every 16, week like 16 targets so many balls thrown but his way. well but like uh, so this was like a surprise draft pick too in 2019 and a lot of people didn't know who he was but he was another one of those Steeler wide receiver coaches went out and scouted him and and they they were like we're gonna draft him they dropped him in the third round Everyone was like, who is this guy? And he got he got banged up a little bit last year. He's been banged up this year. But when he plays, they're using him like they used Juju his rookie year, used Emmanuel Sanders, or used – and I'm not comparing the talent, but used Antonio Brown in such a way he, where this guy is doing he's all He's playing the, the Antonio Brown role. Right. I mean, that's, that's a thing. I mean, he's getting he's – a, he's a target hog. 10 targets, 11 targets, 16 targets. I mean, that's that's what he is. The only thing with Deontay Johnson is he's hurt. He gets right. hurt, and that's what happens with him. So remember when the uh, the questions were Deontay Johnson or James Washington, and everybody's like, "Oh, it could be James Washington." Yeah, where's mm. where's James or, Washington or now? Dante Moncrief at the time. 
Dante Moncrief now on the Patriots, twenty seven years old. I thought he was at least four hundred ninety five. He's played on like yeah. four hundred ninety five teams. <laughs> feels, feels very similar to. Like I was Carlos shocked Hyde, to hear that. But yeah. Thing. No, I mean Dante G- is, is good. He's he's a must start in your lineup at this point. I would think all I would think him and Claypool are in Juju. You could probably make a case for. Um, it was good to see Connor get back on track. Yeah, it would nice. have been nice to see Benny Snell not vulture his touchdown, but it is what it is. Yeah. I mean, it's it's better to see him go for more than four yards carry than yep. so so. Uh, That's true. Um, and I don't really think we have much to say on the Jags end, honestly. I mean, James Robinson had a decent day, um, but other than that, I mean, that team yeah, is not bad for a player is. against the Steelers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it came in. Uh, was it Jake Lutton or Luton or Luton? Luton yeah, whatever. And he didn't have, he did not do. That. He came in looking like he was going to be able to run that offense, and it might be back, time to go back to Minshew whenever he's healthy. Well, four picks isn't encouraging. Yeah, you're not going to win games, even against the Steelers. You can't. You can't just you know look the other way on four picks and he's not keeping anybody relevant in the passing game so <laughs> if he's not your future guy let's go back to Minshew mania because he's at least exciting on the field and they were winning games uh, right. he, has, play. he has a mustache yeah he has a mustache he, like, my mustache this is plans good point he can throw a ball over any mountains um so speaking of mustache i don't know if anybody caught this Vrabel and Harbaugh went oh, at yeah. it in midfield. So pre and post Titans, yeah, Titans Ravens. Before the game even started, I don't even know what happened, but Harbaugh did something that pissed Vrabel. No, off. no, 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 no. Or Vrabel was it vi- vice so, versa? So the entire Tennessee Titans um, went to uh, midfield on the Baltimore Shield, and all like just just stood there. And and Harbaugh went out there all pissed off, like, what the hell are you guys doing? Kind of like what Terrell Owens did to the Dallas Star. Yeah. And so Harbaugh goes out there. Rabel's calling his team back, but, like, Rabel's, like, staring Harbaugh down. <laughs> Rabel, apparently, I think it was uh, Dow's that was saying he's kind of an asshole, Dude, like, I, in the league. He's just a dick. <laughs> I mean, I love Rabel, so don't get me wrong. I'm, I do I'm too. fully in yeah. favor, and I hate Harbaugh, and I think he's such a hardo, like, oh, don't stand on my shield. Like, oh, and then he goes out and he starts John at Malcolm Butler. It's like, Dude, Malcolm Butler and Mike Vrabel versus Jim Harbaugh or John Harbaugh, whatever friggin' Harbaugh is, they would beat the shit out of him. Like, sit down, Harbaugh. Take your khaki pants and go well, to the sideline. He'd call <laughs> Ray Lewis up. Like, Ray, I, I need you. <laughs> yeah. Ray's like, I'll be in my white suit in 20 minutes. I, need yeah. I, I got a gun. I mean, <laughs> like, <all right>. <laughs> it's just what's, what's shocking, too, is you get into that. I mean, this was the AFC uh, matchup last year, right? Titans-Ravens. And... You know, you come out and you do this, and Harbaugh took it uh, disrespectful, and your offense looked like dog shit. Yeah, all game. Yeah, I, I saw on Twitter too. Somebody said the Ravens don't need a motivator; they need a freaking coach on offense. <laughs> they need somebody to scheme up a play that's going to work and gain them yards and figure out how to pass the ball and catch it. They don't need Harbaugh getting in fights at midfield. Flip side, Vrabel is a fantastic motivator. His offense is going to pound the ball down your throat with Derrick Henry. Yeah, get your team fired up. Get your offensive line fired up and do that. There you go. That's your success. That's the difference. Yeah, 28 for 133. Yeah, I mean, he was held in check for about three quarters of the game, too, and I was getting a little panicky about the Titans, but you keep feeding him, and he he stays strong through four quarters, and you will wear down wear and down overtime. Defense. Yeah. and overtime yeah and he did get popped I mean, hard by uh yeah was it Deshaun Elliott I think it was for the the safety for the yeah, Ravens he went out for a couple couple minutes there I missed that oh, uh, he good. check out the highlight on that one it's I brutal mean, hit big big hit yeah 
the game winning um touchdown run by Derek Henry was great. Like yeah. He just he looked so slow at the line. He's like, nah, I I got this. Yeah, he's just, he's <laughs> like, just he was conserving so his uh conserving right. his well, thrusters. Right, and that's what actually the announcers were talking about. Is that what uh, we'll call him now? The thrusters. He just turns <laughs> He's got great thrusters. <laughs> Second half to overtime. It's when he really does turn it on. Yeah. Um Dobbins though look good. Dobbins look good. And the I and so thank you for bringing this up. They no other running back was involved. Yes. They finally were like, okay, we have a running back. His name's J.K. Dobbins. And then Gus Edwards was like, hey, you know what? Fuck you. Here's some COVID. <laughs> yeah. He, <laughs> and now he's on he the He dropped COVID the COVID list. vials into uh, Ingram and, and yeah. Dobbins water. But like, no, like you said, he looked good. He was finally making good. Well, he's been making good runs, but they finally used him enough that he could right. do it consistently. And they used him on the goal line. He punched that touchdown in. Mm-hmm. And he had a nice little celebration dance. But this, I mean, this is what we expected to see out of him. And now we're finally seeing it. And now we're probably going to miss it for a week. Yeah, and it's going to open up the door for somebody else, which just Gus sucks. Edwards. Yep. Yeah. Um, okay. Des Bryant, not a great game, but that's very good to see for his first catch. I mean, he four. got four passes, but his first catch is since 2017, I think. Five. I mean, five targets. Yeah, if Se- yeah. second I mean, on the team in targets. He got to throw to somebody, and uh, Hollywood oh. seems like he's just going to be dropping balls left and right. So yeah, well, Hollywood's a problem. Hollywood is a is a massive problem right now. <laughs> Yeah. Ugh. Good to see Mark Andrews of get off the uh, TD schneid, though. Yes. I mean, it looked like Lamar Jackson finally realized, like, oh, I have a monster tight end right. I can throw to all the time. Like, oh, why I have, have I not been doing that? Who's 6'5? It, it, was, it was a deep shot, too. It was like almost yeah. 40 something. Oh, yards. he looked good. And, I mean, we got to say it. Well, James Prochet caught Prochet. a pass for 14 oh, yards. Do we have oh, to say 14 yards. Prochet no had way. more catches and more yards than Marquise Brown. I'm not saying it's a trend. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> God damn it. It's happening. Dickie's ears are perking up somewhere. <laughs> it's, it's happening. It's Dickie's happening. Dickie's got, like, a full heart on right now. Like, I told you guys. <laughs> um, all right. We're going to talk about the Patriots-Texans. Uh, do we have to? Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, unfortunately, we do. Yeah. Uh, but Texans beat the uh, Patriots 27-20. to 20. Yeah. Damari I... Bird did good. Damian Harris did good. All right. Moving on. I mean, Deshaun Watson, let's just talk about him. He had a fantastic right. game. There's, you can't knock him. He had, what, three or four touchdown passes. He ran the ball effectively. He scrambled. Oh, he brutalized our entire defense right. one that, on the touchdown oh, yeah. run he, he had. He beasted us. Threw, threw a, 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 a D-back and a linebacker, just said, no thanks, I'll, I'll be scoring now. Like, you can't you can't knock him. He might be, honestly, some people kind of forget about him because you have Mahomes and Lamar and everybody talks about even Kyler Murray. Deshaun Watson might be in the conversation for best quarterbacks in football. I mean, if they keep winning games with a talentless offense, because I'm I'm sorry, they, Duke <laughs> Johnson no sucks. <laughs> yeah, they don't have a coach. Their O line is down to their backups at every position. <clears throat> Tunsil right. wasn't even in the game. Nope. Yeah, they're starting left tackle Tunsil, and then they're starting left guard. We're both out, and they still blocked effectively. Minimal pressure. I mean, Deshaun rolls out. And I was going to say it, it. It helps when that when he does that. But it, he's he's just such a gamer, and it's yeah. so interesting to see. I just remember on the Randall Cobb touchdown, watching all three of those wide receivers run around in, in the crossing routes, and it was like, they're bees. They're just flying around on the field. 
that offense is going to be a problem. Well, the problem that they have now is Randall Cobb is injured. Yep. He, did, he left with a foot, and Kenny Stills left Kenny with a leg Stills injury. Too. So they played that whole game with Cooks and Fuller, and that was it. And Kiki Cootie. Ki- Kiki Cootie. Yeah, who, makes a comeback. Of course. Of course. <laughs> on your bench. Just on my bench. But they did. They used their tight ends quite a bit, too. You know, Fells got in there. Brown yeah, got Jordan Angus had, had a great game. had a great game. You know, Atkins was the, you know, best tight end of them. Yep, and I mean they they did what they had to do to beat the Patriots. Their defense wasn't working. They I mean they get, they were playing simple offensive plays. So it was a ton of slants, a ton of crossers, a ton of drag routes, and they were just outrunning the defense. Which smart play? You have Will Fuller and Brandon Cooks. Yeah, use their speed. That's probably a good idea. And this is the result: the Patriots can't stop them. They give up twenty seven points. The Patriots don't have the offense to score twenty seven points. So here we are. Van Jefferson just caught a TD. At a boy. Not I thought it was I thought made. it was Josh Reynolds, but. Sorry. Uh, so did I. Oh also, man, he was my dart throw last week. Also, Rex Burkhead tore his ACL. Yep. So yeah. Patriots are now down. And that to... was a nasty injury, and yeah. and, and I think we t- talked about it. How the kill Harry just didn't block in that play because he can't block. Having the defender go and just destroy Rex Burkhead. He is in the kill Harry. Actual he negative. Got, right. He got catches, but he's a, <laughs> so like he he's his catches were like either like a wide receiver screen or wide open. If he has any pressure, he's not doing anything. He he doesn't block because he can't. And, and when he, he just destroys he the offense. Plays. And when he tries to block, he holds and then calls back big plays. Yeah. Right. Oh, he had so many holds. Oh, there my was, God. There holds was, on the backsides of plays where he doesn't – he's not even involved. Just let – don't even – you know, just walk off the field and you'll be more useful. He He's uh, – he, his days in New England. Right? Yeah, they are because there was even moments as a Patriots fan, I was looking at him catch balls, and I'm like, I don't want you on the field. Like no. I don't. And I would. I would rather part. see Jacoby Myers and Demir Bird out there. Right. Like, right. So Myers had his worst game in four weeks, but right. But that was I something mean, for Bird. Three for thirty-eight, but they Bird and and it got Harry involved more, but they were more successful with getting Myers peppered in targets because he's. Can catch balls and he's a way better blocker. Yeah. And side note, they need to get Gunnar Olszewski off of punts and I mean uh, off of kick returns. He's terrible. You can't take the ball from the ten and end up on the five every freaking time. Guy's an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Patriots offense as a whole just sucks. Yeah. It's just. I mean, and it's you know because we look good and then we have games like this. Like Damian Harris had a touchdown early, but then yeah, he's kind of abandoned the run game. Well, yeah. and so they he comes out, dominates the first drive, getting getting runs all over the place. You don't see him again for a while. You're like, what is going on? Use the guy. He is effective. He's a great runner. Our offensive line is working. They're firing off, blocking people, creating gaps, creating holes. He's making good runs, and he disappears. It's just, and it's not that he dis- he's not that he's on the field and he disappears. He's like he's not making plays. He's just not on the field. It's the substitution packages they're using, and I don't know what's going on. You know what I think's yeah. going on? I think McDaniel's is getting exposed. Yeah, without I, not having well, Tom Brady, I think he's his play calling is getting exposed. Well, okay, it, it it is really hard to sit here and say, oh, you had an MVP Hall of Fame quarterback for twenty years and had so much success. Have that same success now with a washed up Cam no, Newton, no, 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 a crappy there offensive was, line. But there's been stuff, challenges on McDaniel's play calling for years. I I understand that, but I don't know that you can necessarily say that he's getting exposed. I think that the talent just isn't there well, because you know what's helping to expose him is is Cam Newton, like you're saying. It, it's Tom Brady does not miss those balls that Cam Newton is throwing into the ground, and then instead of having a second and four, we have a second and ten because he. 
you know, right. he fired a ball into the ground instead of making it to the guy all the way in the air and getting a handful of yards. Even a second and seven is better than a first and ten. So now we're in second and ten. And what does McDaniels love to do? A draw or a screen, right. and it right. gets blown up. And now we're at third and ten, and what are we getting? A draw, and we're punting every time. And it's just like, at some point, dude, you got to try something different. And it's definitely the, the, it's the two, McDaniels and Cam, that are not meshing well together maybe is the best way to put it. But – one of them needs to figure it out. Cam, you need to make the easy throws. McDaniels, maybe you need to be a little bit more creative. I can't I can't say it enough. I mean I hate some of the play goals. Third and nineteen, let's run a draw. Okay. That yeah, works. I mean Craig definitely has a point that the Josh McDaniels play calling is underwhelming. I just I don't think the talent's there. I and Right. He's done the well, same play not. calling with Brady and he's Brady's just made it work because he doesn't miss those balls. Right. Right. Um, I am, I'm actually very concerned about the Rex Burkhead torn ACL because this opens a door for Sony and I don't want any Ugh. door in any world open for that fucking guy. Use Damian Harris. Well, it, it should allow no other running well, back on the field. It should help with James White being used more in the passing. That's attack. true. Well, but they're not. White had a great game. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think that. <laughs> not great, but. But yeah, like if White, Sony's on the field. Uh, White yeah. has always been, <laughs> and they've the always had that one running back. Give Harry treatment. <laughs> right. Sorry, Craig. They've always had that one running back that can run and can catch. They have always had the one running back that can run and only the one running back that can catch. Um, and then James White has been able to do both, but is not primarily the guy that is doing both. That was always Rex Burkhead, at least the last three seasons. But James White has shown the ability to run, so I would not be surprised if you see more of James White um, in on plays where you would have normally seen Damian Harris or um, uh, Sony Michelle because they want the defense to be guessing. They don't want them to know right away that it's a run because Damian Harris is in. I just hate seeing James White run between the tackles. Even when it's he not has, good. Even when he has a he nice game, I'm like, Ugh, come on. Right. Especially because if we're going to do anything long-term in the season, he needs to be healthy. Right. He doesn't stay healthy between the tackles. It's just not going to happen. He's not. He's not sized for that. Uh, uh, we're gonna yeah, yeah. Broncos, Broncos Broncos Dolphins, uh, Broncos beat the Dolphins twenty to thirteen. Oh oh oh! It's <laughs> magic. I was so <laughs> excited. So in our dynasty league, we uh, <laughs> the way our our first pick works is we do a percentage of point thing where if you score the most percentage of your max total points, your optimal lineup, you have a higher pick. And I'm sitting there in in. I refresh sleeper. Like, I wasn't checking it all day. I go in there and I go, Fitz has four points. I'm going to fucking lose a percentage points because Fitz Magic came in and I was like, but I'm going to love it. <laughs> like, if there was anybody that was going to diminish my draft pick, I would want it to be Fitz. After I just named him head coach of my team. I know. So, I mean, I, like, you picked him up, like, laugh, like laughing. Like, oh, I'm just going to pick him up, throw him as the head coach. It's going to be fun. Well, 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 that was Dickie bitching about uh, <laughs> I just I just signed an entire <laughs> offensive uh, <laughs> coaching staff because Dickie was uh, flipping out. But, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, you'd rather lose when Fitzmagic goes off than me with Kiki Kuti and uh, Nikhil Harry deciding to get and points. And Nikhil Harry gets like, and, great. And so what ended up happening with his uh, entrance into the game is they almost won. Yeah. <laughs> like, they almost came back and well, won. And I hope this is an eye-opener to... Uh, oh, they're not going to switch back. I, I don't, and I don't think that they do. Like, I think this is this was more or less just like, okay, Tua, you need to calm down and come out of the game and just realize, like, you're making too many more mistakes. We can't leave you in there. And Fitz just come out of the game clean. I mean, um, he was sacked six times. He was sacked six times, and then Fitz was sacked zero. 
Yeah, I mean, it's, he's a know. mobile man. It's the beard. Like, you just want to say to Tua, like, listen, don't get too low. We're pulling you out. Right. Just, this is not the end of I days. Mean, like, you're just yeah. – go watch Fitz. See what he does. Try to learn something. Look at the look at the pictures on the sideline. Look at the tablet and figure it out. But This is why I love the coach because he did, he did the move because it was the best chance to win. Yep. He's not saying, you know, Tua, you know, pull through. It's okay. No, he's not say, you know, Tua, you're out. Fitz gives us the best chance to win. In this game, I mean, I, I love it. And who even came out and said, "Yeah, I mean, he, he probably did." So you know, no harm, no foul. Yeah, which is a good thing to, to see from a young, highly touted prospect is to see he's still humble enough to say, "Yeah, it was the right move." Mm-hmm. No, no, I'm not right. butthurt about it. Um, I do want to point out though that there's massive fantasy differences for the offense depending on who that is. If they somehow end up benching Tua and saying, "Listen," We're gonna we're we're gonna ride the rest of the season with Fitz, and let's say this happens in week thirteen or fourteen. Parker Gisecki, I, I I don't even care who the second wider. Antonio Callaway is making a comeback. Apparently, I want the Miami offense if Fitzpatrick is under center. If two is under center, I'm I'm not so enthusiastic about it. Yeah, he's yet to yeah, really uh, support anybody with any value. I, I mean, mean, Parker's on the cusp of being. He's probably a flex play. He just right. hasn't been killing it, but yeah, with Fitz, the ceiling is much higher. Um, yeah, and then I suppose we have to talk about Ahmed. Yeah, do we? I mean, he's I mean, good. he didn't do that great. He got yeah. hurt, uh, came out, went back in, came out, his shoulder got hurt. So uh, there was there was not much there. No other running back really even did anything. So. Right, and and Brita was healthy though, and it looked like right. he didn't have any impact on the game. Really, two, I mean, two rushing attempts. I yeah. feel like. Matt Breida and Carson Wentz, I could sit here and make excuses for all day long. <laughs> yeah, let's get them on a team. Together. I mean, it just at some I point was, you have to just say they're bad. But like, I, I just was Breida stayed in San Fran because as of right now, he'd be like the starter. Oh yeah, <laughs> because oh, yeah. they're all hurt. Oh, percent Yeah. Um, and then on the Broncos side, things went well Melvin for Gordon. both. Yeah, both running <laughs> yep. backs, Gordon and Lindsey, because Lindsey did have 82 yards. Uh, on the remember ground. we were talking about holding folding them the other, the yeah. other week yeah well i mean we had to <laughs> well the dolphins were also playing right. good defense but apparently not 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 against the broncos yeah i mean gordon did fumble um it was just interesting to see the split between the two of them i mean it was dead even 15 carries for uh for gordon and 16 for Lindsay. so if that continues I mean, I, I I guess where I'm going with this is that this may be more of an anomaly than it is the truth. And uh, if they continue to distribute the, the ball 50% to both of these running backs, I would not expect this output from the running backs on, on a multi-week. No. You know, and if your trade deadline's still open, sell, 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 sell. Like. Well, well, yes and no. I mean, Melvin Gordon's getting the goal line work. I mean, those two touchdowns say it. Philip Lindsay has not gotten the goal line work there since Gordon has been in. Um, even at points last year, it was it was Royce Freeman. So uh, he's never been that guy. But mm-hmm. um, so so I would I would I would hold on to Gordon. I mean, but like you said, I guess if your trade window's still open, you know, try and move Lindsay. But um, outside of that, you know, I thought the receiving, you know, Tim Patrick had uh, he almost looked like he died. <laughs> um, but Tim Patrick had a pretty good day, 120 uh, yeah. yards. Uh, Noah Fan probably tight end. Five, yeah, something, something like that. <laughs> no, no, yeah. no, no. The tight ends this week were very good. Oh, okay, all right. Scotty yeah. watches so he's tight like ends very. Tight end seventeen. 
But like Judy and Hamler, and <laughs> I mean they all had a couple of catches, but Judy not just much. hasn't gotten it going. Drew Locke really, I mean 270 yards, but no touchdowns. He's not helping anybody else out, and Tim Patrick is really getting the lion's share, which is kind of surprising. But well, I mean I mean it's easy it- to do when Tim Patrick's the closest wide receiver to the quarterback, and I think that's what the issue is: is that. It, He's, Lock and or uh, excuse me, Judy's upside is going to be hindered by Lock until Lock can start figuring it out and taking chances downfield. Yeah, I mean he missed Judy by like fifteen yards, and Judy was wide open. I mean they weren't on the same page. That's that's ultimately you, what, you what won't ended see, up happening. But you won't see Lock consistent for a while. He has been notably. Um, compared to Goff, and this has been oh, so God. far. So far, this is oh, this God. has been oh, his play. Oh, God, no. You don't want to hear that. He's, very, he's just been been very inconsistent. Oh my God! All right, well <laughs> we're, we're gonna we're gonna end it on that note, and we can talk about the Chargers thirty four and Jets twenty eight. Before we get into it, Craig, did you bet on this game? I did not. End up oh my the God! Bet. You you said you were gonna bet on it. I said I was gonna bet on it. You would have won the bet. I live in a fucking dumb state that does not allow me to bet, and I have to get Craig, out of state line. You, Craig, state line. you could walk to the border. I could walk to the border, but I chose not to. <laughs> just text That's me. A, I'll just put the you know bet why? down for you. You know why? Because <laughs> I couldn't bring myself to walk to go bet on the Jets. Ugh. Gross. Yeah, what was it? Jets were uh, minus nine or plus nine, rather. Plus nine. Craig yeah, they, wanted they, to bet they, they, the spread. No, I wanted to just bet the Jets uh, oh, money line. Money line. Yeah. Oh yeah, well, you would have lost, lost that. Well, I would have lost that. Yeah, uh, I thought you wanted to bet the spread. Uh, anyway, charges one thirty-four twenty-eight to the Jets. Uh, Adam Gase is hey, the Jets put up twenty-eight points. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, yeah, that's, that's, that's the thing. Right? Impressive. It's because yeah. the Chargers' defense has just not been good. It's because Frank Gore is a monster. Just on my yeah. bench, just killing it. Just knows that I'm trying to hunt down a first overall pick and just, <laughs> just spiting me. I was so mad yeah. that the two touchdowns, one of them went to Herndon and one to Perryman because I have – or or the, the players that you want to do well. Uh, Jamison Crowder has, uh, again, two weeks in a row, Flacco can't get it to him. Uh, Jamison Flacco Crowder was the guy – No, he doesn't because he just wants to throw it deep. Like, you know, Mims ended up having Perryman the most Mims, yards. Yeah. P- Perryman ended up having a 49-yard catch. Um and that's what Flacco's game is. Um, so it does look poor for Jamison Crowder if Flacco gets the start. Uh, and we'll see what happens with Sam Darnold going forward. Yep. Herbert continues to sling it. He's nasty. Yeah, I was going to say, the the targets for Keenan Allen were, like, coming oh. in by the minute every time. Oh, yeah. I, you know, I was refreshing. It was, like, two targets, four targets, six targets, 12 targets, 15 targets. Like, what is happening? And he had 16 he, catches. I mean, that's yeah. 20, what, 23 is the record for a game, a single game. So, yeah, he's hunting yeah. that down for a minute there. I have Herbert in the league, and I was down to start the game in my fantasy league. I'm like, all right, it's okay. If Herbert, he can go off. The other person had Hunter Henry and Keenan Allen. I'm like, oh, God. It doesn't <laughs> matter if he goes off. They're going to the, those two, <laughs> right. and he did. Like right. every time they saw Henry, twenty yard reception, Keenan Allen, twenty yard, Keenan Allen, tw- like it's just so good for Keenan Allen going forward because he is just the not only guy there, but just the biggest security blanket for any rookie I've ever seen. And it it, it helps out Mike Mike Williams too. Keenan Allen helps all of them, right? He helps he helps uh, uh, Herbert, he helps Williams, he helps Henry. And and uh, Herbert has a number of weapons to go to, different types of guys. Henry does something different than Williams. Williams does something different than Allen. 
Um, and then, you know, soon enough, they are going to get Eckler back. But, you know, their running game has been fairly decent up until this game uh, where they able they were able to work on that. So the Chargers offense is, has been uh, doing really well. Herbert is definitely going to win Rookie of the Year now with Burrow out. Um, so there's a lot of a lot of things going in the right direction. Um, note on Austin Eckler that that there is talk he will practice this week and he has a chance to play Week 12. Woohoo! It's good for Craig's dynasty team. Well, that's not the only point. I mean, there's a lot of people waiting on Austin Eckler. It's, it's about me. it's about Craig's dynasty. It's <laughs> not about my dynasty. Well, about team. Craig, I have him too, but <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean it's massive. In I think we we're all advocates to go buy him anyway. Um, Packers Colts. Ha-ha, Colts, baby. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers. Great game. Yeah, I mean, this was probably one of the most exciting games to watch of the weekend. Back and forth, nonstop. Both offenses moving the ball well. Not as much defense out of Indy against uh, Aaron Rodgers as you'd expect, but they did put up a good fight in the second half. They kind of blew it really early on and had to fight from behind, and they did. I mean, they they clawed back. Right, that, twenty-one points in the second quarter. Actually, I'm just seeing that. That's nuts. Yeah, the the the, the Colts uh, surprisingly allowed uh, uh, hurt Adams to do pretty well, and and had uh, Marquez Valdez scaling catch that deep one. Uh, you know, subsequently fumbled it, but yeah, and a PI on another really it was like a fifty-five yard PI. Right, like yeah, it doesn't show up in the scorebook, but allowed their first tight end touchdown of the season to the Tunyons. To the Tunyons. And then MVS fumbled the ball to lose the game. Right. And I would, oh, that sounds like an MVS. Tally. I would not be surprised to never see him catch another ball in on uh, the Green Bay Packers. I mean, Lazard's back. <laughs> Lazard's back. So. I mean, Aaron Rodgers was staring and, daggers at him. And like, I wouldn't get too scared about the Lazard only catching two balls thing. It was his first game back. Yeah. So, Also, uh, your boy, Equinemius St. Brown, too. had a nice catch. <laughs> Got a catch. It's not always about me, guys. <laughs> and then flip side, Philly Rivers, decent game. Jonathan Taylor. JT, baby. Takes, takes control of the backfield. That Looked was good. nice to see. Yeah, so that was the topic of discussion for the last couple of weeks surrounding the Colts' backfield was what is going on there. And I find that with Taylor really not proving that he got, um, you know, last week he didn't prove anything that he deserved the starting job back, uh, but he may have been injured and he may have actually finally shaken whatever was bothering him because now with 22 attempts to – Hines is six and Wilkins is four. Like that's a drastic change from what we saw the three weeks prior. Yeah. I am still hesitant. I'm just, I, I feel as though maybe, I don't know. I, I don't know how to feel about it because he's still, I mean, he had his highest snap percentage since the bye week. He was on the field 55% of the time, but, I, I still just don't know that I how I feel about the rookie running back. I, I mean, it could be it could be at any moment they say, well, Hines provides us a better spark. Hines is better on this package. Hines is better in this situation. Hines gives us more here. You didn't hear me say, oh, JT gives us this. JT gives us that. You know, it, it seems like Hines is their playmaker. I don't know. It, yeah, Whatever. it really it seems is what like it, is, it seems like they're very much like a hot hand team. So right. any game can go any way and you have no idea it's not going to be consistent i mean it was definitely positive to see him come back certainly certainly i mean he also Um, caught four balls so well and that catches than hines he did sure sure absolutely um and they spread that ball around this game if you look at the receiving stats it's everybody on the team caught a ball and they didn't catch it like the highest catches was taylor with four and then everybody else down three two one Michael Pittman had a big catch and a uh, yeah. touchdown, which is good. But. Yeah, so I was just going to say, I think Pittman is, we can easily say, the number one and only startable wide receiver on this team. 
Yeah, he's. I mean, anybody agreed. still holding Hilton Hope? Yeah, you can squash that. That's been dead t- since like week six. Ty or five. drew a uh, pi like a deep one during the game, but yeah, still. Yeah, I mean, and he had a couple of guy, me fantasy points. Yeah, what Dow said, it 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 spread out like crazy. Like he mm-hmm. threw it to like everyone on the team. Uh, Trey Burton, like everyone, and Doyle. <laughs> hey, yeah. Touchdown, touchdown. Both catch and, and that's all they do all the time. You would have liked the to one, see the one, one of them touchdown. catch both, just right. for your fantasy purposes. Right. But yeah, the, Where's the, the Mo Alley Cox at? Well, he ended up having two he, catches. He, he <laughs> hurt. Yeah, he got hurt. I, I think he might have fumbled. Oh, he did fumble. He did, he did that's fumble. right. Uh, well, yeah. So that's, that's the Colts. Yep. And the Packers. Packers side. Uh Devonte Adams is good. Devonte Adams is good. Aaron right. Jones is good. I mean, it, there's really not Jamal the rest of it. We did. The, Jamal had. I mean, he had a touchdown, but other than that, he didn't do much. Mm-hmm. He was on the field a lot, but he didn't do much. Like you yeah. kept seeing him. He, he was picking up blocks. He's doing this, that. He was running routes, but he just wasn't getting the ball a ton. What was interesting right. to see was when they were in hurry up mode to try and get down the field. He was the passing back, the preferred. Yeah. Well, I shouldn't say the preferred passing back. It was just he started the drive right. out in the shotgun with Aaron Rodgers, and I scratched my head and went, "Huh?" That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, it was almost Aaron Jones. <laughs> almost one of those like he was just stuck on the field. Like they couldn't make a sub because they couldn't afford for oh, the other true. team to get the opportunity to make a sub. Yeah. Um, all right. Should we talk about the Cowboys and Vikings now? Yeah. Well, we definitely yeah. got to. Uh, Cowboys beat the Vikings yeah. 31 to 28. And oh boy. Oh boy. My boy CD. CD what Houdini. A touchdown. There, there it is. I said it first. That was, that was, okay. So, <laughs> yeah, you uh, trademarked it in our so, yeah, so I trademarked you, that. So you said that, and I'm like watching the replay just over and over again. I loved <laughs> it. Loved the play. And I'm watching him adjust on the ball, and I go, great adjustment. Phenomenal to catch. That ball was thrown about five yards behind CD. Oh, yeah. It's still, <laughs> like, what a bad you fade could, route throw. Like, if that ball is put anywhere near where it's supposed to be, it's, it's a, a pretty normal routine catch. catch. It's right. either a pick or a routine catch. Instead, at, uh, who knows? CD goes backward. And, like, and, he's laying on the couch. Andy man. Dalton will tell you he meant to put it there. Oh, yeah. I knew he had a yeah, shot yeah, at yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> CD's catch rate is like 10 feet. So. Yeah. No, I mean, that was great to see because – we kind of sat here last week and said CD Gallup Cooper hold or fold, and it was, it was very tough to even hold. Yeah, CD and Gallup. We kind of said hold Cooper, CD kind of hold with bench. I mean, not a great game yard wise, but it, it it just shows he's a water receiver that belongs in the top tier of this league. He's fucking phenomenal. Yeah. I I still I reserve hesitation for the rest of the season with CD too. Just, it it's is, solely I mean, because the, of Dalton, but it did play the, the Vikings. Play, yeah. Like yeah. the Vi- that that's the one thing that is unfortunate when you look back at it. They still haven't played a good defense. They did not play a good defense. Yeah, for sure. And speaking of not a good defense, Ezekiel Elliott tore them up, right. which yep. is good to see, but not a good defense. So temper your expectations. And hopefully yeah. they learned something. With they did run first. That was their game plan in this game. And and it worked. You know, he had the 21 rushing attempts, uh, got over 100 uh, rece- uh, rushing yards. Um, so let's hope that that's what their game plan is moving forward because it was not before. It yeah. was just pass 80 times if you could. Yep, like Andy Dalton is a much different animal than Dak Prescott where you need to have that established run so you can work play action off of it and work out other things with misdirections and yada, yada, yada. He's not a drop back and read the defense and pass and be better than everybody else quarterback like Dak is. Yeah, tell the – Go ask the Bengals about that. Uh, interesting <laughs> note about Zeke. 
his uh, second most carries of the season since week two. Nice. I mean, granted, it was 21, 21. And the week before that was 18, the week before that was 19, but still notable. Um, Means that Hammy's getting better. They're going to lean on him. Amari uh, Cooper had a good game. Amari had a good game. Yep. Dalton Schultz got a touchdown. Yeah. Gallup, I think, is still a droppable guy on the team. So you missed the stats thing, Scotty? No, no. Well, I did miss, but I... I, You listened to it? I heard the podcast, and I was like... (laughs) I was leaf-blowing. I paused it, and everyone, I'm like, wait, what the hell? Michael Gallup plays, like, the most snaps of anyone in the league? He also runs the most routes. (laughs) Yeah. We were just like, all right, Gallup... Go out there, run, you know, chicken with your head cut off. What a terrible (laughs) occupation. Hey, just go run down the field. We're not going to throw it to you. Just run. Was it one target for every 10 routes? Was that it? It was uh, one target every 10 snaps. 10 snaps. Okay. So basically 10 routes, yeah. Yeah. Oh, what do you do Jeez, for work? Yeah. Oh, I play for the Cowboys. Oh, like what do you what do you do? Like, oh no, I just like run around on the field. <laughs> <laughs> I essentially play soccer. Yeah, really. <laughs> do you take the the top off the defense? Like, yeah, sometimes. I just, I just the other I'm just there. The other football. Yeah, I'd like to see the routes too. They're probably all underneath. They're not even taking the top off. I <laughs> yeah, run a drag. Run, run a slant. Oh boy, could you imagine? Uh, You're gonna... He's just like getting beat up by linebackers as he passes in yeah. two and doesn't right. even get the yeah, ball. Can you, can you line up in the new... slot on a linebacker? He's gonna jam you. Fight we, through it. Right. We got this new block. Crack safety. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then flip side of the and team the, or yeah. flip side of the game rather. Dalvin Cook, obviously great game. I kind of feel like I'm sick of saying at this point, but. Yeah, I think the important thing is Alexander Madison only had one touch. Yeah. Out of the backfield. Like, that's a heavy dose of Dalvin Cook and not mixing in the backup at all. That's, again, like the almost the fourth week we've now said it, is that they are just running Cook as much as they possibly can and with no regard to his safety. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. At all. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to throw it out there. And what if Dalvin Cook's healthy for 16 weeks? Yeah, then he's the well, number then one. He's, yeah, then he's obviously RB one, but yeah. we've never seen that. It, it's never been done yet. So yeah. uh, Vikings um, are going down a dangerous hole doing that. So yeah. oh, for sure, they're like, "Well, you, Adam we paid Thielen you." Had a great game. <laughs> Adam oh, Thielen, Thielen had a great game, and then celebrated <laughs> and uh, get the coves. So I he's mean, on the cove yeah, list. Sh- strip club. Yeah, you can't yeah, do that. Yeah, Scotty. That's a yeah. fine. Scotty. Uh, Scotty. It's not an approved zone to a strip club. We're not sure saying, that that actually happened. Scotty's just sending out yeah, rumors. Don't don't quote us. He's um, he's playing Thielen in a dynasty league next week. I'm sure. Trying to get him uh, knocked watch, out for Sunday. Watch watch it just happen because he went to go anyway. visit like a sick. No, uh, I'm playing. Blair. No, either either way, uh, Thielen's on the COVID list for week going into week twelve. Uh, absolutely love Justin Jefferson this week going in, and uh, he delivered well too. So if Thielen's out. I mean, it's Holy Chad Beebe and old to see Johnson. <laughs> well, and I would say Irv Smith would, would get involved. Usually yeah, he's I was involved just, I was when, being uh, an asshole. I'm just surprised yeah. that uh, Justin Jefferson <laughs> isn't immediately getting hit with the close contact thing. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you, I'm you, sure. You I'm would sure assume. I mean, well, we kind of saw it with Gus Edwards, too. He's not on the list. Yeah, but that's true. Ingram and Dobbins are like, how the hell is that not a yeah, like, not a thing. They could have been what the, the the league memos have been like wear your mask at all times, and they could have been ones that did that, so they weren't labeled as high risk. Um, so it's possible that that's the case. Yeah, I mean Ingram and Dobbins actually, <laughs> or the league's just positive. like we'll give we'll give you like you need to have one wide receiver. You need to so have a receiver. <laughs> <laughs> 
Let's submit your entries to who you want to be on the co-host. Greg, Greg Roman's right. like, listen, it'll just be a lot easier if I use this guy named Gus Edwards. He doesn't belong on the football field, but uh, Bill Belichick. I'm like, Greg. Can, Roman. can you keep Sony on the COVID list for me a little longer? Uh, he was close to Ingram and uh, <laughs> and uh, J.K. Um, I don't know. If there's great. anything else to talk nah, about. Chiefs no, Raiders. We talk about the Chiefs Raiders. Uh, uh, this is great. This was a great game. This was a Fantastic fun one to watch. Game. I did not see this coming. I mean, the Raiders like, have like been what? pretty uh, good. I expected the Chiefs to blow the Raiders out of the water, and I did not expect the Chiefs to score 35 points with both CH and Love Bell scoring. Like that, I didn't see coming. We talked about well, we, all the different. Trends we've never seen and it. everything. <laughs> no. we, we haven't seen it yet. Still, but we talked about all the trends. They they ran the ball seven times. Well, yeah, and still seven percent of that. Still, in comparison, you take the twenty-one rushing attempts they had between the two of them. That's still below what their average was before they had gotten. Oh that. no, no, no! I'm just I'm I'm just shocked to see Andy Reid finally doing what we want Andy Reid to do, and it's utilizes Ceh, get Ceh going, sprinkle in a little Le'Veon Bell, and keep Tyreek Hill. And Travis Kelsey, fantasy relevant. Yeah. We we don't like, need any more Demarcus Robinson bullshit or Byron Pringle. Yeah. We don't need that crap, Andy. Okay, yeah, Robinson, we need these guys. Robinson still had eight targets. Yeah, I this know. game was the perfect recipe for like all the fantasy relevant players. Like everyone yeah. on the Chiefs that you started in fantasy got points. Even mm-hmm. Bell, even Ch, who have not done so in three weeks. Yeah, and I mean Love looked good. He was seven for twenty five, which isn't the best average in the world. But he had a couple good runs and then got stuffed wicked deep in the backfield, which is not his fault. I mean, there's no blocking. It's a bad play call or bad, you know, bad mashup with the uh, the defense. But he looked good, and the, the touchdown run was a nice run. So who knows at this point? Yeah, yep. I, I still hope they just choose a guy yes. and go with it. Like I'm a I'm a massive Le'Veon Bell fan. Just give the damn ball to Ceh. Like stop playing cat and mouse and give the people what they want and just give <laughs> well, them Ceh. It, it was, was very weird because CH got the ball um, every play until, I think, three minutes left in the second quarter. Then they gave LaBelle the ball. like, And then oh, LaBelle yeah. got six touches after that. Like, why wait until the end of the second quarter to start giving Bell the ball if you're going to involve them? Like, you might as well get them both. Uh, I don't know. It's it, it just weird to see. And then one of the most interesting things that came off the broadcast to me was a story I hadn't heard about Lev Bell calling CEH before yeah. he decided to go uh, to the Chiefs. And he was talking with the Dolphins, he was talking with other teams, and he called CEH and said, hey, is it cool if I come? Like, am I going to offend you? I'm not trying to take anything from you. I want to show you what I know. Can I help you out? And CEH said, fuck yeah, dude, come win a, come win a ring with us. Right. Like, that's awesome. That's yeah. a very interesting thing to talk about regarding the overall uh thought on what bell's character is right exactly that was like it was shocking to me to hear a story like that about bell and then i mean and everybody i guess had said Le'Veon bell is a consummate professional he's here you know early he's helping ceh out he's teaching him what he knows he hasn't said a one word about his snap count or his his, his carries like he's honestly so happy to be off the jets and adam gaze that he's <laughs> like right he's like you can spit in my face and i'm happy to be here <laughs> That is the Adam Gase lifestyle. <laughs> well, and, and it was funny. Like if we if we just talk about this for a second, he gets so much bad rap leaving Pittsburgh, and I don't really remember Bell ever going to the media like bashing the Steelers. 
personally, it was like, no, I, like, no, was, I just don't want to keep playing on the franchise tag. And everybody's like, you're an asshole, you're a prick, you're a cancer in the locker room. And it's like, I, I just don't want to keep playing on one-year deals. And, like, that was his only thing. So, Well, the first negative thing on was with Bell, let's go down the timeline, was that he did hold out. It pissed off a lot of fantasy owners, right? That was the only thing. Okay, well, it, it doesn't was only make him a bad guy. That's no, all, that's no, it all doesn't. I'm saying. It doesn't. Let me finish. And And then he put out a rap album. And then a lot of people were like, well, then you're a douchebag. I mean, what are you supposed to do? Hey, so he went to, down to Miami. If I got Lev Bell money and I'm in Miami, I'm putting out a rap album. Yeah, I mean, so, so that's right. But a lot of people had negative views on that. That's so, just yeah, where listen. it all came from. And then obviously Adam Gase, a coach, was talking about the fact that Lev Bell is a, a prima donna and all these things, which probably was never the case. Adam Gase is just... A fucking prima donna. Listen, some people put milk in their cereal. Some people put water in their cereal. People, I don't give a you shit. Put water in I your don't cereal, give a crap. You're an absolute psychopath. Yeah, don't. Uh, it's a it's a shout out to Pracka. He he does. Hey, that. did we lose Scott? Pracka? Seriously, no, Pracka? Scotty, Scotty's still. Here. Yeah. He's, he's, <laughs> he's just quiet. He's waiting for us to move I'm on because listening. I think we're just talking about Love Bell for. I'm still stuck on the Pracka drinking cereal uh, with water. Oh uh, yeah, that's Pracka. I'm I'm severely lactose intolerant. I'll still use milk. I mean, I don't know whoever does that. And I remember Chris telling me a story. He's like, yeah, I I ate my cereal with a fork, too, so that, like, it goes back into the bowl so I'm not losing it. What the hell is wrong with you? You are a straight psychopath. (laughs) The fans are going to want to meet this guy. Uh, Yeah, we'll We'll get We'll let them bring Prack on. CMP products. Um, Aguilar Um, and Waller, both good games, touchdowns. Yeah, Aguilar did really well. Uh, Aguilar had a couple big drops, though. Which is hey. you don't want to see that come back. I know that. Well, I mean, it is Nelson on, Aguilar after all. That was the knock on him in Philly. He's been good in in Vegas. I want to see him keep being good. I, I'm a big Aguilar fan. I think he got a bad rap in Philly, and he uh, they kind of use him as a scapegoat for a lot of their uh, receiving issues, which clearly have not been solved. He did have left. a lot of injury problems too, so there was a lot of time mm-hmm. that he was never pl- fully playing healthy. Yeah. He gets Atlanta. In week twelve, I picked him up on our waiver wire. Um, yeah, you did. Yeah, I'm, ex- <laughs> I'm excited for Aguilar against Atlanta. Nigerian nitrous a- baby. Two points. He's he's probably going to throw a dud. <laughs> um, I want to touch on Josh Jacobs real quick because again, without a touchdown, <laughs> miserable performance. Right. You got anything to say about that, Kirk? I think you're just saying it to get a rise out of me. Um, that's, the, that's the only reason, because he did good last week and no, he stayed I, quiet about it. He did have some nice runs, though, again. like right. He has some punishing runs, yeah. but they love putting Devontae Booker yeah, on Devontae the field. Booker was on the field for an entire drive, and, and you had mentioned it, and I'm like, yeah, believe me, I know, I hate it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That was like <laughs> but, your exact quote. But that's the, that's the thing. You're like, I'm very aware, so I'll bring it up. And I yeah. hate everything about it. Um, Josh Jacobs had 17 rushing attempts. Uh, you're still going to always see that opportunity. Um, that's what makes him good for fantasy. Um, but at the same time, yeah, I mean, uh, they're missing uh, a lot of, uh, of juice what they had last year from him. Um, so, you know, we'll see where they go going forward. Yeah. Um, the juice. And another thing to point out about the Raiders um, is they, like half their defense was on the COVID list going into the game. Um, what are we looking at here? Check that, check that out. Uh, no way! Yeah, you're you're you're. So, oh, am I behind now? <laughs> no, you're ahead. Oh wow! By a lot. Um, yeah, yeah so Jared Goff just threw a pick. Oh, okay. Well, okay, well, we he, haven't he, seen it's that. It's the yet. worst pick you're gonna see in your entire. Life. You have. You have. All right, won. so this is what we talk about with Jared Goff. He's going to throw it directly. <laughs> <to the defensive laughs> it's a blown screenplay. In case you're wondering at home what we're looking at, how do you blow a screenplay? Like, 
Jerigov's like, ah, I'm just gonna throw <laughs> it. I know, I know, my guy hasn't looked at me at all yet, but I'm just gonna whip it at the defenseman's legs. Daryl Henderson giving him, like, dude, I wasn't even turned around yet, you dumbass. He's like, I'm going left. Throw the ball <laughs> left, not behind. It's still behind me. Even if I stop so, dead where I was, it's behind me. So line of scrimmage, right? You'll be at the line of scrimmage, right? Behind the line of scrimmage. Oh. So, so this will be the last little recap here: is that Jared Goff is, a, oh my god. It's the worst throw I've ever seen in my life. And Miserable. I've seen some bad throws. Well, there you have it. Jared Baker Goff's Mayfield to Jared Wait, Goff. was that JPP? Uh, I'm trying to look at his like fingers. <laughs> I, I was just looking at the fingers. JPP too. and his mitt just picked that off. Yikes. Okay. Well, Jared Goff sucks. Attaboy. Uh, it's Ronald Jones' drive. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, okay. that, that, that leaves that's, us that's the end of that. All of the games. Recapping them boobies, uh, week eleven in the books. It's looking like I, what is the score of this game? Seventeen fourteen Rams. Uh, okay, but I they are a, uh, score the the Bucks prediction. are in the red zone. Already. <laughs> right. Okay, Jared Goff blows. Uh, okay, on <laughs> to uh, podcast one eighteen. Top shelf Top shelf Stay fluid. Stay loose.